This time on Matters. Baby updates. Matt with traffic on the fives. What's the deal with snow on my windshield? All this and more on this exciting episode of Matters. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Welcome to Matters, where two guys named Matt talk about what matters to them. I'm Matt Noss. With me is Matt Rose. How are you doing, Matty? I, um, I've had enough of the, of the cold for now. <laughs> Winter <laughs> is in full effect, yeah. and we know it. Joining us behind the wheels of steel and everything technical, our good friend Eric Hankey joins us again in the Matter Studio. Hey, guys. Hey, Eric. Eric. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. I, too, am sick of the cold. I'm, it's not even... The cold now is just... It's omnipresent. Yeah. Um, but the snow lately is just... You brush off the car, you get another little dumping of uh, the white stuff to, to just, you know. I've never been a uh, like a person who comments on the weather, but this string of weather it's ridiculous. Brings, it's it out, brings it out of you. Bullshit. Because it's like, last week, it was honestly 60 degrees. <laughs> the week before that, it was honestly negative 11 degrees. Yeah. And this week we are hovering in fifteen twenty territory. Just annoying degrees. Annoying yeah. degrees with snow flurries, not storm. Not mm-hmm. like, hey guys, it's pretty rough out there. Don't come into the office. Mm-hmm. It's no, you have to come in because it's not enough. It hasn't accumulated yet. Right. Yeah. It's just enough to make your ride both ways. Irritating. Well, what, oh, super irritating. What's beating me down is I got here not too long ago, right? Came down. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys were uh, wrapping up on something, and and uh, we were about to sit down. Oh, man, I left my headphones out in the car. Went out to the car. Windshield is covered in snow again. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. So, oh, man, that and, sucks. And this weekend, it was, it was beautiful because the roads were pretty clear. Yeah. It was just cold. Not your neighborhood, but... But my neighborhood was an ice rink. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it was. I I accidentally blew through two stop signs. I don't do that normally, but I I started breaking what I thought was a good distance beforehand, and it was like, oh well, here I go. <laughs> what would I like on my tombstone? You know. And <laughs> <laughs> um, luckily, I didn't blow through like the stop sign onto uh, Campbell, but yeah. Jeez, and crackers, man. That it, I it was it was a little nutso, yeah. dare I say it. Yeah, and I'm really not looking forward to tomorrow because um Matt and I both live about fifteen to twenty minutes on a great clear day right. away from the city center. Yeah. Yeah. Away were. from yeah, away from um yesterday it did. It took me fifteen minutes. Yep. Wow. And that's because it was MLK and Mystique. Um, and because no one, no one was, was on, on the, the road. road. And when I told my mom, my mom couldn't wrap her head around it. And she was like, Is that even possible? Where I was like, I got on I got on 75 yeah. from 14 at 807. I was at work, like in the parking structure anyway, by 822. Yep. And I I couldn't believe it either. 
Um, and then on the way home, I got home in like 25 minutes, yeah. which is which is a big deal in my opinion, especially since I left later than I had anticipated. But today was just <laughs> it was I-75's middle finger to me, where it was like, <laughs> oh, oh, you had a good day yesterday, huh? Huh? What do you think about this? Boink. Boink. Two, yeah. <laughs> well, we got we we have a couple things going against us this week. Um, uh, auto show. Number one is just general traffic, mm-hmm. and and bad weather, and bad weather. So that's two. But then the sweet icing on that cake is that it's auto show week. Yeah, and that brings in everybody who from the surrounding from area. the surrounding area. So like somebody will come in from another car company. And they're like, it's too expensive in the city center to have a hotel. Right. So we're in Troy. Right. So yeah, that adds right. them and everybody else right. that they yeah. bring in. Yeah. yeah. So it just, it was like stop and go. It's almost like it's a Tigers game every day this week mm-hmm. uh, going home. And going down, it's, it's going to be, it's bad both ways. I think it's going to be worse going home, though. Yeah, well, you'll be surprised tomorrow morning. You're like, I can't even get on Jefferson. It's a parking lot. And it's like, yeah, everybody is uh, heading to the Kobo. Son of a bitch. So it's either A, get in at 7, which is a fool's game. Sure. Or uh, B, get in at 10, which is not the best look. Yeah. Um, but it, it it is super fun. Um, playing traffic games. Luckily, I was able to be on a call this morning at 8.30 a.m., so I was on the call, and then I just drove in whilst on the call. Nice. That's the way to do it. That's how it's done. I don't have that ability. But the thing is, my boss is out. She was out today, and she's going to be out tomorrow. And you know what they say, the mice is a way the cat will play? I don't know. Yeah, we say that. But <laughs> you um, you could say that. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. Um but uh I mean I I'm almost done with all my work anyway. So if I were to get in, I don't think any of my coworkers would rat me out. They'd just be like, eh. I didn't see nothing. And I didn't see anything either, man. But I I try to get in early just because the parking structure that I park in. Um, they have, I think, 10 car chargers, and that's it. Yeah. And I, every morning, I'm, you know, driving with my fingers crossed that maybe someone was behind me instead of in <laughs> front of me. Um, but yeah, so far, no luck. I think, I think all those people get in at like 520 yeah. in the morning. <laughs> those, those guys are in there at like 530, 6 o'clock. I'm amazed. I'm amazed by how early some people come in. Like I'll see people leaving at two, and I'm like, "When did you get here?" And like yeah. five. The fuck. Engineers do that all like at, yeah. at the yeah. tech center. Yeah. Like if you're there past seven, it's like part timer. What are you? What's wrong with you? Right. Yeah. Well, Whereas they are. They are engineers. They they think differently than regular folk. Um. This w- last week, I ended up going to an event um, thrown by Podcast Detroit. Do you know those guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, they had a meet and greet, and I was like, okay. Because sometimes I feel like, and Matt and I have been doing this with you, Eric, for three on years now. 
three checks on, out. Three on years, over three years. Mm-hmm. And um, their show, IT and the D, that mm-hmm. is their that is their flagship uh, podcast, uh, I think has been going on for five years plus. Okay. Um, and I'm at the point now where it's like, oh, I would like to get a little bit more serious about letting people know about the show. Mm-hmm. So let me go start by just meeting people that have had some success mm-hmm. uh, podcasting uh, that are local. Local boys done good. <laughs> um, and so they had this meet and greet. It was at a local bar um, that I can't remember the name of, but is literally right down the street mm-hmm. on 11 Mile. Um, it would be east of 75. Cecilia's, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind it's like of a sports bar-y kind of... Sports bar yeah. kind of thing. Um, one of the... Uh, Selena's? Selena's. All right. That is yep. exactly what it was. Selena's. I was going to say Cirilla's, but I knew that wasn't it. That's the one for sexy clothing that the ladies <laughs> that work at Selena's <laughs> buy from. Oh, really? So I went there, and one of the women's name was like uh, Tammy Lee or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you only knew her name was Tammy Lee because it was written across her back in a ripped tank top. And she was wearing very tight jeans with rips in just the right places. Oh, boy. Was she, was she working? She was working there. Oh, okay. All right. All right. But well, like, hey, I mean, you got to get tips. You got to get tips. If, if Tammy Lee does not make more than all of us combined, <laughs> she's putting in much more effort than all of us. Right. <laughs> like, she deserves to be a multi-thousandaire <laughs> every time that she leaves work. Um, so I go, I meet those guys, and they're very nice, but they're also very boisterous. Like, IT culture has its own thing. It does. Like, like in the nerd hiredom, hierarchy, fiefdom. I like hiredom. Hiredom. <laughs> <laughs> but in the nerd hierarchy, IT is its own wing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Because there's, like, the earth science nerd, <laughs> the IT nerd, your general run-of-the-mill nerd. And I would probably fall much more into that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a jack-of-all-trade nerds. Right. <laughs> like, I know just enough to be dangerous in all, <laughs> right. in all categories of nerddom. <laughs> right. At least enough to, like, ask a question that'll get somebody talking for 45 minutes uh, and, and be in the way. But, like, what I realized just kind of talking to those guys, and, and they were pretty honest about it. It was like, why, why do you do these meet-and-greets? And they were like, well, we got super lucky and we hit and we want to give back. Huh. And oh, I thought cool. I thought that was super nice. Yeah, that's cool. And then I was like, awesome. But I'd never even looked at their numbers. Didn't even know that they, you know, didn't look at their numbers. They have like 200,000 plus listeners. Jesus Christ. Crazy question. Yeah. When you say look at their numbers, how do you see their numbers? They are on um, SoundCloud. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So you can see the number of downloads or plays. Okay. So that's how I saw it. Um, but I've been really uh, business, business, business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was nice to see them have success, them want to share in it. Uh, but then I was like, just very grateful to be able to do this with you guys mm-hmm. because that is, I couldn't do what they're doing. Uh-huh. I don't think I would get any joy 
out of doing an IT in the D type show because mm-hmm. I don't think that's me at all. Now they're part of a, I say part of a, they're they're kind of the hub of a network yeah. as well, right? So the interesting thing is because they got listenerships and they really started to pick up like three years ago, they got a mid roll and for advertising, mm-hmm. and the money that they got from mid roll allowed them to pretty much buy a studio. And this is the place on Eleven Mile, back by um, like Chicken Shack or show? yes, yes, okay, yes, and that and that's their studio, mm. and their so I think their secondary business model is they basically rent out studio space mm-hmm. and then put everything out, okay, from there. So I think that's their kind of secondary studio, I mean, like. You can get it for an hour a week for twenty bucks or whatever it oh, is, okay. or or something like that. But that's kind of how they how they do it. So they have all the gear, and then it's like if you actually get a following, then they do group rates for advertising and things along those lines. Huh. So it's a, it's a pretty good business model, and they they seem to be doing pretty well. The one guy I met whose name I can't remember, he's kind of the sales guy, mm-hmm. like he's really like salesy like he was just yeah, like i know what you mean i'm the one i'm the one who talks to the people and gets the things in he's the tech head he's the one who likes the gear he's the nerd right <laughs> 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 fucking throws his best friend under the bus <laughs> immediately like they kind of the same story as matt and i like they've been friends forever right like junior and one's mean one's not <laughs> <laughs> Though I'd be terrible at sales. Don't ever put me in sales. <laughs> but I'm going to put Matt out there to... Gabbard's hey, relying on this baby. Close, <laughs> close the deal. <laughs> Let's talk about business. <laughs> um, hold, uh, oh, no. I brought the wrong notes. <laughs> Is he tinkling himself? <laughs> but... Uh, I say all that to say that I'm just incredibly grateful uh, for you guys and and the show as as we've gone back to uh, matters original matters after even I was grateful to do He Man I enjoyed doing He Man sure. but I I was waxing nostalgic there and uh, just happy that we're doing crazy shows that uh <laughs> that are just a, a delight for me yeah. One day uh, we'll have um, 200,000 listeners, and I'll go back to our original listeners, and I'll be like, thank you, Chris Heiner. Thank you, (laughs) Jay Ren. Exactly. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Bob Wick, for making this dream come true. Um, Anybody else got something going on? Uh, I mean, I I had something loaded for what we're into but i can i can wait to talk wait for that yeah that's cool um i mean basically (laughs) all i've been able to focus on for the past uh well week and two days has been that drive man because i started (laughs) my new job and I, i work downtown like where i have to be downtown every day whereas my last job i worked from home most of the time so (laughs) <laughs> on my lease, I'm 12,000 miles under, which is, you don't get paid for that, which sucks. But at the same time, at least I don't have to pay over, and uh, my brakes and everything else are under what they can charge me for. So, 
That's what I say to you, dealerships. Um, but now that's not going to be the case at all. And I've been, I've basically been cannonball running it down 75, <laughs> trying to avoid fucking potholes that, you know, I mean, you remember in, in Charlie Brown, there was the kite eating tree. Mm-hmm. Well, on I-75, there's car eating potholes. And it's just, it's, it's funny to see people swerving all over the place to avoid it without anybody getting hit. It's like a very well choreographed car chase. It's like Fast and the Furious on 75. I I just play Run Bandit Run <laughs> while driving south He's and bound north. and down. Yeah. Yep, I just <laughs> I'm I'm like, you know, uh, this is how this is going to be. There's a reason why I cracked my muffler in my car. So, oh god, is it cuz of the the yeah. holes and shit? Oh, yeah, oh. totally. Um so I've is had it in the shop right now. No, no, no we're not fixing no, it. No. So here's the thing. Um, matters n- listeners may or may not know that we are expecting our first child in 37 days. Oh man, um, which isn't too long from now. No, not, it is a, not. not at all. It's not too long to have my well, life. And 37 days is an estimate, right? Remember that is that. correct. It can <laughs> totally Remember. be earlier. Uh, it could be tonight. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say. Remember, it could be today. It it could be any time from now until whenever. Yeah, man. <laughs> my hope is that we make it to February first before. So, like, my gut feeling is February thirteenth. Okay, like that's when Day I for Valentine's Day. Yeah, baby. Bummer. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. I don't. <laughs> I I wouldn't want to do that to the kid to be yeah. like, you know. Your birthday is the same as Valentine's Day, so here's some crappy chocolate. <laughs> I don't think Valentine's it would. It Day wouldn't would be. Ruin. It wouldn't be that bad. It'd be like like my dad was born on Thanksgiving, right? Like, it's not like everyone screws my dad out of a gift by giving him turkey, right? Like, yeah. we uh we got you some stuffing this year, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Bob, that's it really. Hold on, now. It depends on the stuffing. That is true. You don't true. know my dad. <laughs> He's like, what's in that stuffing? Yeah, oh, some, uh, stuffing's pretty good. Oh, some sausage. Sonoma. Oh. Well, no, that's the opposite of my dad. Stovetop hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> my so dad doesn't even say hot dog. I'm the one who says hot dog. Stovetop <laughs> with Bob Evans sausage. Oof. That's a little, yeah, that's that's much more Bob Rose right there. I'll tell you what. Shut the fuck up. I'll eat some right now. <laughs> You put a bowl of stovetop stuffing with Bob Evans' crumbly sausage in there. Yeah, it does uh, sound pretty good. I would, I would eat that. I would eat that right now. I don't want to. I don't need to, but I would. Have yeah. you packed yet? So here's the funny story. No, we I were gonna. We were gonna two episodes. It was. It was, was supposed it? to be yesterday. Yeah, yeah, remember we were. It was a mistake. We talked about it. It was supposed Matt. to be the fifteenth. Right. Um, it did not happen. That is okay. <laughs> but I am looking at my wife now and going, we need to make sure that we have a go bag ready. <laughs> I don't want, you know, like it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, how hard of a stance do you want to take on something? Uh-huh. But now we have, so what we discovered when we were there is we literally need to pack three bags. Okay. A bag for me. A bag for her, and a bag for the delivery room. 
And now we have what's in each of those things. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be easier. And she might have already started and packed. And me, I'm an easy pack. It's like, throw that in there. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> this could literally be a four-minute task. Yeah, for me, it would be just like, go. And then I would be like, mm-hmm. okay, what else? Packing Catherine's we bag, ha- it's going to be the most difficult because she's going to put the most thought into it. Whereas you're exactly right, you know? You're... And and the reason why I talk about this, like I know what I'm talking about, is because of how many friends we've had who have had kids. And for a lot of the wives, they didn't necessarily have a lot of female friends to talk to about it, so they talked to me. So that's why I am pretty good at guessing dates. Um, like for Jeremy and Maria, I I told Cher, or I told Maria because I was talking to her one day. Oh no, your water's gonna break tonight, and she was like, "It's gonna break in two weeks." So I was like, "It's gonna break tonight." She bent down to get a pot when she was getting ready to make dinner and whoosh. And it was like, God damn it, Matt. <laughs> um, but I would curse you as well. Oh, if I bent down and suddenly an entire womb's worth of amniotic fluid was on the ground, I'd punch me in the face, man. Anyway, not the point. Um <laughs> My point Why is... Why aren't those Slayer lyrics? Oh, Wilmot, any That was really more like nuclear assault. Man. That is that, true. That was not like like Slayer. Come on. That man. wasn't very Slayer-ish. <laughs> Your womb! <laughs> yeah, better, better. Kind of Pantera-y as well. I was thinking Striper. Ah! ah! <laughs> oh. Let's just do different bands saying amniotic fluid. Amniotic <laughs> fluid. Anyway. In God I, we trust. <laughs> oh, the sweet brothers. Oh, them sweet brothers. Um uh, but anyway, yeah, I think that Catherine will put a lot of thought into each thing that goes in there. Um, whereas you're I think gonna be a bit more utilitarian and like need a pair of socks. Need a pair of pants. Need a backup pair for if something happens to that first pair. <laughs> what if I shit myself? <laughs> what if someone shits on me? Because that'll it's a possibility right Someone's there. Someone's shitting on you. So it's a possibility, Matt. So everybody who knows me, and my wife would be mortified that I'm telling you guys this, but I think I've told you this before. My, my that wife you shut your pants before. Let's yes, make, we are. Let's we make all sure you uh, you record it then. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's make sure that this goes out there. Um, Catherine and I have uh, three very simple rules to our marriage. <laughs> Rule number one: she should be mortified that we. I think we've heard this before. <laughs> 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 She's not delighted by it. I'll tell you that. Uh, rule number one. Uh, if you fall out of love with me, you need to tell me. Mm-hmm. That's rule number one. And number two, no other people. No threesomes, foursomes, menage a no. trois, nope. uh, quadra trois. <laughs> Who knows? Not a thing. Not a thing. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Pornhub slash quadratage. <laughs> oh, I'm so into that quadratage porn. Um, three is... No poop, no pee. Right. <laughs> we have a firm no poop, no pee stance. Hard right. limit. Hard stance. <laughs> but we've always looked at each other and gone. But every rule has, every set of rules has one that you gotta break. <laughs> and I, and we looked at each other after we had a six hour birthing class on, on Saturday. And we got home 
and uh, after the birthing class, and uh, during the birthing class, they say it takes about a half an hour of pussyfooting before the woman who's going to give birth actually does a productive push because they get in their head about it because it's a very awkward position. It feels like you need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It feels, you know, it's a little embarrassing. Well, and does isn't it also, um, uh, doesn't it depend a lot on if they get an epidural too because they can't necessarily... Mm-hmm sense there is a there is so the epidural so this is what we found out from our delivery coordinator because she's like hardcore you know nurse in delivered many babies the epidural takes care of the contraction pain that's in the midsection but doesn't do anything for the lowdown oh i didn't know that okay but because you're not feeling the contractions it can it can definitely throw off the pushing timing, okay, and you you right. won't feel it. So sometimes that can that can exacerbate it, but most of the time, what really exacerbates the length of productive pushing is embarrassment. Oh, because in general, you poop and you pee. When oh you, yeah, there's gonna be th- th- <laughs> so when um when I got here early on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you were talking about the birthing class, <laughs> and um, oh, I forget who made a joke, but someone someone said something about the delivery room, and I was gonna go, Matt, just dress like you're going to a Gallagher show, <laughs> and then I was like, don't say that out loud, Matt. <laughs> you didn't say it out no, loud. No, I you didn't. Did good. Uh, yeah, I because like I think your mom might have laughed. Um, and Catherine would have been like, oh, Matt Rose. Um, <laughs> and then my in-laws would have been, would have been like, like, get him out! <laughs> Avert is... your eyes, children! He may take on other forms! Who is this clown? <laughs> um, yeah, so they, they say, like, the reason is, is because you're going to poop and pee yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just as clear and as simple as that. And they're like, and when we see that, we aren't disgusted, we're relieved... Because you're actually productively pushing. Like, I would imagine that if you were a a delivery room nurse, you've seen so many people take a dump that, like, it doesn't even phase you. You're just like, all right, all right, come on, get the rest of it out. (laughs) We've got a schedule to keep. (laughs) Yeah. And so then we were home and we were talking about that moment and we go, the rule we have to break. (laughs) I thought you were going to say you had a menage trois at that point. Right. And then, yeah. then we fucked three other people. Right. <laughs> that's what a menage trois You independently you fucked three fucked other people. Yeah, other that's people. exactly what it is. <laughs> it was not at the same time. <laughs> three. We had a real busy night. <laughs> Let's take a little break. We'll be back with more matters after this. Welcome back to Matters. We're at the part of the show where we talk about what we're into this week. Uh, I'll go first because it happened uh, last weekend, and I don't think I mentioned it yet. No, I didn't. I got an Xbox One Xbox One X, baby. Oh, finally. It finally arrived, the one that I won from eating Doritos. Um, <laughs> my Doritos Locos. Wait. I have not oh, heard the story. Oh, that's right. He never heard the story. And I said I was going to tell you. You yeah, were. you did. All right. You are. Matt. So in November... I get a text from my brother-in-law, and it is a cart full 
of Doritos roulette chips. <laughs> and then the next picture I get is of him posting him winning the um, Doritos Challenge Xbox One X auction. So Doritos, in November, December of last year, 2017, had a contest. But it wasn't like a normal contest where, like, if you put in the right code, you'll win. It was an auction, really. An auction that you needed to get points for. And the points were obtained from bags of Doritos. Okay. Well, you could also get it from, like, Pepsi, couldn't you? Or, or some kind You could of get beverage. it from play, Mountain, Mountain Dew. Dew. Yeah, that's You could get it from Mountain Dew and various Doritos prod- products. And, like, my, my brother-in-law texts me. He goes, if you want to know how to win an Xbox One X, give me a call. So I give him a call. And he tells me this story, and it and it goes a little something like this. This is the easiest contest in the world to win, Matt. All you have to do is go on this site called Brick Feed, I want to say, with this UPC code that he sends me. That is the UPC code for the Doritos Roulette bag of chips that are sold exclusively at Walmart. This brick feed website will check the inventory of local Walmarts for it. For yeah, those you bags put of in, chips. You put in the zip code. It then tells you how many chips are at each okay. store in the area. Okay. Yeah. So he goes, you absolutely have to get the Doritos roulette chips. Doritos roulette chips were a Walmart exclusive. It was like every fifth chip was a spicy chip. That was, so it was a roulette every time oh, that you were okay. eating the bag of chips. Each bag was worth 200 with a two to five time multiplier inside. Okay. So, well, remember the catch though. Some bags had two codes. Right. That was the other thing. There was a misprint at the factory. So some bags had two codes. So he goes, if you buy 60 bags, I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to (laughs) win. So I'm like, this is too good to be true. I've got to try it. So I talked to Catherine. She's like, yeah, yeah, who cares? 60 bags of chips. 60 bags of chips, whatever. What harm could that do? Right. I can I, tell you, I can tell you what harm it did me because I ate some of those chips. But whatever. And they ran through them like a thoroughbred. <laughs> <laughs> Truth. I find I find one, and it's out in Wixom, a Walmart in Wixom. So I drive from here to Wixom, and I'm in that store for like an hour, hunting, talking to people. They're not there. No one even knows what he's talking. Nobody about. knows what the hell I'm talking about. I'm like this. And they're like, nah, no. <laughs> No habla. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, brother. I have no idea what that is. I'm showing you the picture. Yeah. Uh, We're that, not that's the fr- not my department. I'm not the Frito-Lay guy. Right. That's basically what I got. Move along, stoner. Right. So then I'm like, <sighs> it didn't happen. It didn't, it didn't work for me. I guess I'm going to go home. 
but I'm fucking out here. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm now committed to the bit in a, in a lot of ways. <laughs> like, right. I'm, I'm too far in this bit. I've got, I've got to see if there's another one. Okay. There's another one in Mylan. <laughs> Mylan? I don't know. But there's another one in about 30 more minutes away. Okay. That says they have 95 bags of chips. And I'm like, I got to I got to try. <laughs> I go, lo and behold, they have them. 60 bags of chips. I have a cart filled with these chips. Because the point the points that you need to get to is 35,000 points. Okay. Because for some reason, Doritos gave you all the information that you needed to know how to win. Uh-huh. They gave you daily averages of point totals for winning. It gave you the highs and lows for winning daily and rolled it up. Every week, you would know what the high, highest bid was, lowest bid was, and median bid was. So if you got to 35,000 points, you're pretty much, it's a shoe in You mm-hmm. got it. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. I go, I buy the chips, I come home, and I begin the process. The process is open the bag of chips, and the first bag of chips goes into a gallon Ziploc bag. Seal that Ziploc bag, get the codes, enter the codes, then it's new bag, dump new bag into old bag, seal bag with tape, rinse, wash, repeat. Right around... 55 bags, I'm at 3,500 points or 35,000 points. Wow. So I have 14 extra bags. <laughs> By the way, at this point, I am in $165. A, oh, an Xbox One X is $500. Right. Okay. You're not done, though. I'm not done. Get ready. My, my brother-in-law also says, make sure that you enter the Walmart Savers Club because if anybody puts a Dorit- bag of Doritos on sale, you'll get the difference back to you. <laughs> so I enter the Doritos Savers Club. I put in my receipt number. I have 14 extra bags of chips. I take those back. I get $40 back for that. So now I'm at one... 27 okay that seems right 127 all in i'm going for the xbox one x and then you have the choice of forza which is a racing game Uh which i would never fucking buy Mm -hmm. the new shadow of mordor game which is cool that'd be fun to play but it's one game Uh or the third option was game pass which is like the Netflix of Xbox. Yeah. Where it's like they rotate games in and out, and you can download them, and then you play them for free. And since I've never had an Xbox One, I don't know any of the catalog. This is perfect. $120 value. So now for $620 worth of value, I have paid $127. It gets better. He's right. (laughs) I get... A saver. I get a $40 coupon What to Walmart. Is that what you used to buy your controller? That I bought the extra controller with. <laughs> so again, for $127, I now have an extra controller, an Xbox One X, 4K, 
and a year subscription to Game Pass. Damn. Which is $120 value. Which is $120 value. Wow. So yep. you got $620 for... 127 Yeah. Well, so the, no, basically, no, 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 the, no, no, the no. controller was free. To... If, if, if you look at it that way. The controller was free. Yeah, okay. All because right. it's a wash. Because I would have had to buy the controller either way. And I could only spend the money at Walmart. Yeah, but at the same time... I didn't need to. Yeah, $40. $40. Laszlo, look at you. <laughs> Real genius. Real genius. And it was it was fun. I had a I had a construction bag filled with Doritos over there for a while. When they were when they were super fresh. Construction they were, bag? Yeah, so like one of those industrial bags. I say we we call them big black nasty bags. I had a big black nasty bag. <laughs> wow. Filled with Doritos. Doritos. And I would I would take a bag and like at the beginning, start eating they were pretty and... fresh and delicious. Yeah. Matt grabbed a bag probably after them being in the basement for a month. No, not even a month. But it wasn't um, as good. Yeah, it was. Well, it wasn't that the chips were stale. It's that I got like five hot ones in a row. And it was like, oh, well, they're. <laughs> <sighs> and I mean, luckily, this was when I was. It was, I was either in between jobs because my last contract got canceled as soon as I put my two weeks notice in, mm-hmm. or it was right around that time. But uh, it, Matt's um, Matt's little odyssey made me think, shit, maybe I should do this too. And so we got on BrickFeed and we looked and there was none. It was like one bag here, two bags oh. there. It's like, well, all right, look, I'm not driving all over the state. And so then I asked my coworker at my last company, um, like, hey, how interested in you are how interested are you in getting like an Xbox One X? And he was like, eh, not really. And it was like, fuck, I can't get this guy to go along with it. <laughs> um, yeah, because we found one about 20 minutes outside of Grand Rapids. We've No, we found more than one. We right. found one in Muskegon and one like somewhere in Kent County um, where like we could have done it, but we'd have to drive all the way across the state. Like I don't even want to drive to Wixom for that shit. There's you barely no want to drive down to the city right now. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I mean, look, like I would drive to the city for you know to do something on a weekend i would drive to the city to do this or that but it's just driving to and from every day when you've been working from home mm-hmm. oh that's got to be a shock to the working system. from home or uh geez since 2011 i've been working within like five miles of my house oh my god so th- this is just a a bit of a shock to me and it's one of the reasons why i bought a volt because like I was riding almost entirely on electricity, and I've been riding a lot on gas lately, and so it's just a bit of a shock because I'm just not used to that, you know? And if if I was able to charge my car when I got to work, it wouldn't be a problem at all. I wouldn't give a fuck. It's just because the temperature's so cold, um, the gas engine will kick on when the engine – or when the – when the electric motor is below a certain temperature, the gas engine kicks on to kind of you know, warm everything yeah, up. Yeah, warm everything up. And so even when you don't intend on running on gas, you're running on gas. 
So mm-hmm. that's one of the ways where it brings the MPGs down. But uh, even even with that being said, I'm still over 50. Damn. Dude, before this, I was in the 200s. So fifty <laughs> <laughs> is great, but eh. <laughs> to me, it's like eh, 50. You're the buzzing of flies to me. <laughs> buzzing a fly meanwhile because of the crack in my muffler I've like got, I, lost, I was when i first bought the car i was at 30 miles a gallon which is pretty good and then about one hundred twenty thousand miles in i eventually lost five miles per gallon and i got down to 25 and when i cracked my muffler i got down to 21 hmm. i'm at 21 miles. i'm like getting truck gas mileage now. Yeah. <laughs> but i also sound like a motocross bike God damn right <laughs> i call them the manatees <laughs> he I just, literally does he called them the manatees my mom Sunday. my mom will call me and she'll hear it's like is that your car i'm like yeah i've got the thunder and manatees <laughs> just ripping well, what i thought was funny is that while your car sounds like it has balls, it actually got them clipped when you when you got the crack in your muffler. Oh yeah, the, the performance of my car has gone down, but I'm at a hundred and ninety four thousand miles. Ooh. And with the baby coming, I want to get a new car. Yeah, like I, I'm looking at a, a GMC Terrain used or a Chevy Traverse used, mm-hmm. like you know, just kind of a crossover you know kid catcher type thing it's all right hey man <laughs> you're, can you you're okay. can you still get gm discount on not on used cars no okay um but i'm like uh, i just want to get five more thousand miles i want to put the yeah. two hundred thousand miles yep, on yep, it yep, yep. sure you do you know but the other part of me is just like don't be stupid <laughs> well so definitely start looking you know, yeah. start, start, I mean, this is definitely the time to be doing it before 37 days, right? Because, right. And I've started. That, once that, yeah, once that comes, you're not going to have time to look. Yeah. So, no, I've started looking and, my, and you know this about me. I do everything in cash. So we have about $15,000 in the bank for a new, for trip, a new for, car, for a new used car. Mm-hmm. And like, you can get a lot of car for that. Oh, absolutely. So I'm like, I just want to make sure that it's just not a POS. Yep. And yep, I yep. don't know where to buy a used car from. Yeah, that's um well some dealerships have used there's a lot of dealerships. Car. Yeah, and I mean used, yeah. if you're getting it through a dealership, they still have to go through the same stuff. Yeah. Um and I'm I'm getting a new car either next week or the week after. Nice. Um so I can ask them if they've got used cars. Hmm. I, I think they you, that's usually the first never... dealerships show up first now in auto trader and yep. and all those guys so it's just that i don't have like that dealership that like oh no their used department is good because right. for me it's like i basically am going in and being like i'm wiring the i'm wiring you the money mm-hmm. so what's the bank routing code that i have to use like nice balling out of control eric yeah well, you could also write a check. Or get a suitcase. <laughs> oh, I, man, get the suitcase? There is a part of me well, that just so, wants to get the suitcase and be like, but what can we right. do to make this more interesting? Okay, so I just I just want to point out, as someone who's worked for financial, final, financial institutions for, you know, on and off for the past uh, 18 years, when you pay in cash, have your explanation ready. <laughs> And this is no joke. 
because if you were buying something over $9,000 in cash and you don't have to finance any portion of it, well, if you don't have to finance any portion of it, it's kind of neither here nor there. But if you pay a large portion of it and finance anything after that portion, be ready to explain why you paid let's say $10,000 in cash and you're financing five because that is a red flag for money laundering. So Really? Yes, absolutely. Wow. Um, so it's weird moving from mortgage lending to auto lending, auto lending um, because most of the laws pertain to both. Um, but so... Like redlining doesn't necessarily happen in autos, uh, where it does in mortgages. Redlining and uh, racial steering are two things that are against the Fair Housing um, Act because yeah. they're they're either trying to steer somebody away from a neighborhood because of racial makeup or giving somebody um, different rates or you know different uh, qualification rules and stuff like that. So. You don't necessarily get some of those with auto lending, but for some you do. The 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 thing that's annoying for me is that I've never had to deal with any of this stuff because I never work with people. Like I never work with clients. If I ever actually worked with a client, I would have no idea what to do. The client would know more than I do about lending. But I always have to take the like the the um training and stuff. Right. And um, I I had to do the money laundering thing very recently uh, for the company that I now work for. And the laws are pretty much identical for home wow. home loans or auto loans where, you know, they look for layering. They look for all these different things. They look for, well, anything to do with money laundering. And one of the things that they were talking about was if someone pays for a majority of a loan in cash and then they finance a small portion they're washing that money (laughs) interesting Mm -hmm. or uh well so one thing that i saw this past week uh was that um the uh the the previous dictator for the uh, for haiti was papa doc and then his son which was the dictator after him was baby doc baby doc laundered money through the trump organization what so breaking news real estate and, and so uh, my distaste for president fat ass uh, to the side um real estate is one of the major ways to uh launder money mm-hmm. because you're going to buy this property and then you're going to have the money sit there and then when you sell it that money's washed that money's clean because you got it in a transaction for real estate so what he did, what Baby Doc did, um, is he bought a property um, in Trump Tower for $500,000, and then he held it for a while. Well, once he sells that property for more money, all of that is clean money. Right. Because it's a, it's a legitimate transaction. Um, and it came out that he had done that in Trump Tower and... Because of it, this was in the early '80s, because of the or I don't know if early '80s, maybe mid '80s, um, but because of the considerable price tag at that time, Trump had to sign off on it. 
that technically makes him negligent in a money laundering transaction, but nothing will ever come of that. But I mean, for all I know, he didn't actually sign off one of his Lackeys, signeries. Dude. Yeah, right. signed off for it. But um, one of the things they're very clear about now is that Anybody who sees something that's wrong and doesn't say anything can be held criminally negligent. So, you see something, you say something. I will never have to say anything <laughs> because <laughs> I don't even work on the actual financial transaction site. I work on customer-facing stuff now. But, yeah, I just, that was just something that, you know, kind of popped in my head when you were like, oh, um, just tell me the routing number. <laughs> um They'll be asking you for the routing number, by the way. But right. <laughs> I don't know but how this works. <laughs> yeah. oh, but, the oh routing man. number is how much I owe you, right? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to give you access to my bank accounts. I was just listening yeah. to... Well, uh, if you wrote them a check, they'd have the same access. I was listening to Penn Gillette on You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes oh, cool. this week. And um, I, I think I have this right. I think Penn Gillette was saying that uh, he went to an accountant and he was making like six grand a week doing uh street performing and that was yes when was this like back when he was starting up oh and my god but six thousand a week yes so he goes to a he goes to a uh um to an accountant and says you know i i need to i don't know how to do the taxes and and what have you you know i'm gonna need help with this and the guy the accountant, accountant said well essentially this is just gonna end up looking like you're a drug dealer. So yep, 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 my yep. recommendation is just, you know, keep it and yeah, just put it away. Oh, and by the way, I think you're a drug dealer. <laughs> so Well, to be fair, Pendulette looks like a drug dealer. Well he with did. a lot so well, because yeah, with he the, was with making the, that much cash. Yeah. It just looked like he was a drug dealer, yeah. even though when you cannot verify the origin of your funds, it to the IRS is going to look like an illegitimate source unless you have a job and you're getting a w-2 and you're something like a waiter or waitress or somebody who gets tipped Mm -hmm. because a car wash you need to open up a car wash like in albuquerque well i mean i can absolutely (laughs) show in all the records where this money came from (laughs) well yeah and so they're they're not going to look at you they they wouldn't look at you because you have no history of doing this, and you're not doing it elsewhere, right? right. If this you paid, if you, if I mean, I could go and I could buy a car in cash too, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a history. My W twos match up with with yeah, same here that right, and yeah, and yours do too. Um, but when people do not I file, saved every penny I could for that <laughs> fucking money. <laughs> um, when when somebody doesn't have a W two, and then suddenly they've got twenty five thousand dollars in cash, that is going to look suspicious. But you don't have to worry about that. We don't have to. We don't have to go into the money laundering train right now. We can talk about that on uh, Money Launderers, our other podcast. Oh God, Money Launderers. <laughs> yeah, on Gabber Media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm into my Xbox One X. Maddie, I am right, you are. Um, so I started watching this the other day. Um, it is uh, the end of the fucking world. 
Oh shit, on Netflix. Yeah, on Netflix. Um I am I'm only a couple episodes or a little more than a couple episodes in. Um and the first I didn't know they were half an hour episodes. Okay. I mean actually they're less than half an hour episodes. Um but I I was not expecting that going in. I didn't even know it was a TV show. I thought it was like a, a movie and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to watch this." And then uh it like the first episode's 18 minutes. I was like, what "The fuck?" Um so I start watching it and it each episode kind of changes thematically it can change on a dime Mm -hmm. where you'll be watching it and it's funny and then all of a sudden oh fuck what the hell um and then it goes back to something where it's like oh uh if you if you make it to the third episode the end of the third episode you'll know what i'm talking about um but yeah i i i really liked it i think that the two kids they cast um as the main characters are really good. Uh the like the the boy is just oh my god, he is so awkward. It is funny. Um and the girl is uh she's a lot of fun. She's totally nuts. So I recommend watching that. And then uh the other thing I've been watching a lot of is uh Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, I haven't turned it on yet. I I know that I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> it's it's kind of corny and stuff but at the same time it's fucking bruce campbell and one thing that i didn't know is that bruce campbell went to western i for some reason thought that he went i thought he went to state State. no it was uh sam raimi that went to michigan state and i think rob tapper went to michigan state but bruce campbell went to fucking western and he was like kind of like a working actor almost while he was going to western doing stuff and then they made that, and that, I mean, just kind of finding out um, how that movie completely changed their lives when they had to just go everywhere they could to, like, scrape the money up and stuff. And I think I think maybe the movie was $108,000 to make. Um, and... The person who actually made their careers is Stephen King. Because Stephen King saw it and said, like, wow, that movie is great. And they were like, hey, do you mind if we use your quote? Pull quote. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, absolutely, go right ahead. And because it had Stephen King, you know, like, this is the most original, inventive horror movie I've seen in years people started that to go see sign got him yep 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 yep, yep. put him on Took and him then because of how much he liked it they were able to um you know kind of justify getting funding for <laughs> the remake evil dead 2 <laughs> yeah um, that's always been interesting to me that evil dead 2 is pretty much, much evil dead just one re- yeah yeah pretty much one with with tighter special effects and tighter story well they had they had a much larger budget yeah. for 2 um Laughing deer heads. Yeah, I mean that movie is a fever dream. Have you seen Evil Dead? Evil Dead Two? Uh, I have not seen two. Okay, I believe I've seen one. I would, I would watch two. It's, uh, in my opinion, a lot more fun than the first one. Yes. Okay. Um, the first one at times is kind of 
I don't want to say grading. Um, it's, it's just a muddy. It's a muddy print. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's some well, of the low budget they do trappings. They do have some restored prints of it, but yeah, I mean, even with the restored prints, you know that it was made on a shoestring budget. For some of the camera effects, it literally is somebody pushing um, Sam Raimi on a cart um, or a boat in some scenes where it's going over water. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I mean, you know, it was a real DIY aesthetic and they really made it work. And with the second one, they had a lot more money and a lot more ability to do the things they really wanted to do. Um, I can remember when that movie came out because I I could swear it came out the same week as Raising Arizona. Um, and the Cones and the Raimis have, um, I don't want to say they've had a, a, a collaborative thing going, but they're they're definitely friendly. Um, and I just remember that those two movies came, I could swear they came out the same weekend. Because um, Mort Krim, <laughs> like he, he said, so I remember he said something on the news about them. Um, and I think that was the same week that the Weekly World News had Baby Being Born in Pumpkin. Which <laughs> is still my favorite headline of all time. Eric, do you got anything? Um, oh, I was gonna. I was looking at my time hop. I'm pretty sure maybe yesterday I just, I, like seven years ago, posted that uh, Raising Arizona was on TV um, <laughs> because seven years ago that was that was tweet worthy or whatever that one was. Um, it's always tweet worthy. I do have something actually. I was looking at my phone. Um, to make sure I got the title right. And as I was looking at it, right next to the thing I was into was The End of the Fucking World, which proves that my phone is listening to me whether I like it or not. And <laughs> It is also kind of popular on Netflix right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, it's right there on Trending Now. Next to what I'm into, which is uh, Jerry Before Seinfeld, which is the... Oh, yeah, the Netflix special about Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. Um, it's... Have, has anybody seen it? I've I have not not watched it yet. I, I we he's been Kevin, watching comedians in cars. That was right? my uh, that was my latest uh, what I'm into. That's kind of the other one as well for me. Actually, what was I was watching it before I came here, and when I'd asked you, you know, water or coffee? Coffee is definitely like there's so many of those stock shots of you know making cappuccino and all that. Eventually, I'm like, oh, I need some beans. But um, <laughs> hey, bro, need some beans. <laughs> I watched comedians in cars getting coffee kind of sporadically over the last me too few years, but not like religiously. I I probably originally didn't know where to even find it. I would just trip over it, you know. Yep. Um, and the way they have it on Netflix is it's all out of order, like chronologically. They're in collections. Yes. And uh, so I kind of have, I just jump into them. Go, oh, I'll check out the. Mel Brooks one or uh, the that was the first one that I ever saw was a Mel Brooks one. The I was watching recently the um, the Lewis Black episode. Great one. Um, I started laughing so hysterically, tears running down my face that uh, Alex, my oldest, and Deanne were looking at me, and Alex asked me if I was high. I was <laughs> laughing so hard, um, couldn't catch my breath. It was. It was fantastic. What I loved so much about that episode is when Jerry, so they're at a diner and they get a plate of eggs. (laughs) Saving shit on his face. And Louis Black 
is just talking and eating and <laughs> eggs are flying everywhere. And at the end, Jerry just goes, you eat exactly how I thought you would. <laughs> you fucking mess. Now, I ended up like so many of them recently. I was like, wow, you know, I loved Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched that, the the full special. And then I've been watching these sporadically. And so many of them were hitting so hard with me um, that it was really reminding me of how much I, I loved his... Um, his sensibility and, and his approach to to comedy. And then today, over dinner, we watched um, Letterman, who I love Letterman. Yep. Terrible episode of Comedians in, in Cars. Rough one, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, in comparison to... Because he's not the most interesting subject. No, yeah. And then, uh, and then we watched um, the, John next... Stewart. Oh, okay. The that. Diff- and... It was all right, but like some of the, um, I liked the Norm Macdonald. The Norm Macdonald one. I was what I liked. Right. That. What I liked was that um, before Seinfeld made comment of it, your wife kept laughing about the things that Norm Macdonald would say because he kept saying, uh, "Man alive," <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh God! What a, he, he said like G Willikers, like he <laughs> no, really, he had he had something that was even worse. Jumping Jehoshaphat, <laughs> something, um, uh, criminy and and stuff like that. And eventually Seinfeld goes, "You say stuff that people haven't said, like living people haven't said for like a right. hundred years," um, <laughs> and like your wife totally called it. <laughs> I, there's there's a moment in that one where Norm Macdonald goes, "Do you have kids?" And they're like friends, it seems like in real mm-hmm. life. Yeah, well, right. at least they've known each other for a while. Seinfeld has three kids, right. and like his oldest is twenty something. I want to say, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have three. <laughs> and just like." Norm McDonald's response to that is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, just like quintessentially him. Right. Uh, that's a great episode. The Brian Regan episode is a great episode. Oh, I haven't watched that one. That I one, recall having seen like the Louis C.K. one. That was a good one. Is that still on Netflix it is. now? Yeah, okay. so uh, there never was a Cosby one, but the Aziz one in the... Uh, and the uh, Louis C.Q. one are still on. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Well, you can't stop the episode from happening. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to say anything. The the thing that I like about Seinfeld is he just likes comics. Yeah. It's just that simple. He just, he likes waiting for the joke. Yeah. He likes seeing where your brain is going to make the joke. Yeah. He yeah, um, there was one recently where it, it was so on the surface, but he 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 deconstructed why something was funny to whoever it was, and he was he was right, and it was so enjoyable just to see that deconstruction of why it was. It wasn't even a bit or a joke; it was just a thing that happened that he pointed it out, and it was like watching a master of construction of jokes mm-hmm. deconstruct 
why something's funny. And and as well, what I love about those is through um, the show Seinfeld and a lot of a stand-up, you don't see him laugh that often. You, you'll see him smile on occasion. But right. when you see him break on Comedians in Cars... It's lovely. Oh, my God. It's so cool. It is yeah. so cool. Yeah, you see somebody who enjoys comedy. Yeah. I watched, uh, there was a Vogue special with him. It was just him in a notepad. And it was like, how Seinfeld writes a joke. And um, it was the Pop-Tart joke. Um, and, he, and he has his notepad. And the woman starts asking him questions. Like, is it always on a notepad? Yes. <laughs> Have you ever thought about? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't like looking at a cursor telling me, like, what are you going to do? Uh I don't want that. I long, you know, they wrote Seinfeld longhand on notepads. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. There was no computers at all for Seinfeld, uh, the way that the, him and Larry wrote it. And he's like, I want the first line of all of my jokes to be funny in some way, shape, or form. He's like, when I first heard about Pop Tarts, the back of my head blew off. <laughs> 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 He's like, Pop Tart itself is funny. Back of your head blowing off is funny. He was like, all the back head blow. <laughs> These are all funny words. Right. Like to watch him. And he's like, nobody's going to be interested in this. And I'm like, I'm riveted in this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I am so in. Yep. It's awesome. Well, so something that I think is funny about what you said um, of he doesn't, he doesn't want to. He doesn't think like staring at a cursor is funny, and how you know it's it's written on paper. Um, whenever I have heard comedian stand up comedians that I think are big stand up comedians talk about writing jokes, they never write it. I I always hear about them writing it on a piece of paper and putting it in a jar. Like Chappelle talked about that mm-hmm. in one of his specials about how he <laughs> he would he writes punchlines. Yep. And then he works backward. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so he picked this punch light out. So then I kicked her in the pussy. pussy. <laughs> oh God. And then he was just like, All right, watch how this works. <laughs> and then like he drops it. Like you think that it's over, like he went for something obvious. And then he ends up going to somewhere else and he tells another story. And then he of course ends it with the punchline. And he goes, y'all didn't see it coming, did you? <laughs> Even though you knew it was there. <laughs> That's how good I am. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, That's what I'm into. I love it. Mm-hmm. Pile of Jerry Seinfeld. B-movie. Check it out. Barry B. Benson. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> it's good. Well, my friends... You can get in contact with us at MattersPod on Twitter, Facebook.com slash MattersPod. I am at Matt Noss on Twitter. And you are? At Karate Dracula. And you are? Uh, at Eric Hankey, spelled exactly outside. Except not. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on this exciting episode. And we hope to see you very soon. More baby updates from me, man. I'll tell you more traffic updates from me traffic's on the five and we'll <laughs> eric's got sports and weather <laughs> and we'll see you on the next episode of matters, matters. the strain the crown 
Bye. His name is Matt. His name is Matt. And that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good try. It was, it was a, a solid try. try.